I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Wallentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the presidential cabinet. So grab your closest advisors. And let's get civical. Hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. Hi. We've missed you. So much. So very much. This is literally every intro that we do. Because we always miss you. We always miss you. It hurts to leave. All right. You know, it hurts to say goodbye. But you know what? It's never a goodbye. It's just to see you later. It's just to see you later. It's to see you next Wednesday. And I don't mean that in (laughs) an aggressive way. Are you thinking of see you next Tuesday? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not conv con what's the w oh my god con w it's cunt i was so proud of that too. see you next wednesday okay mom <laughs> i can just imagine you like being super angry at somebody and just going you know you're being a real see you next wednesday oh my god you guys can't see her, but she's A, dying. sobbing, and B, B, red, because she 100% thought it was see you next Wednesday. This is not scripted. This is all live. Oh, my God. Wow. Great. God, the pride with which I said see that. See you next Wednesday. All right. We're making oh. t-shirts. See you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Um, That's going to be mine. Lizzie's is going to be call me. Call me. And tell me. Yeah, that's exactly right. Call me call and me. tell me. So welcome to Let's Get Civical. Uh, I'm Lizzie Stewart. Uh, see you next Wednesday is Arden Wallentowski. <laughs> It's uh, it's a great day. We're going to be talking to you today about the presidential cabinet 
And uh, I w- we want to open this by saying this is our second recording yes. on the presidential cabinet. We recorded the first episode maybe like four, four months, months ago. ago. Yeah. Uh, and if you watch the news, you know that the presidential cabinet has had some shuffling around since then. A little bit of turnover. So much so that we actually have to literally re-record the episode because it is no <laughs> longer accurate. We went back and listened to the old one and we were like, did we have to cut this down? down to like 15, 15 minutes. minutes there's no way that there's this only would be six applicable. people left yeah <laughs> um so this is our this is a presidential cabinet 2.0 <laughs> um and hopefully by the time this drops it hasn't changed again yep the first thing i want to address uh with you arden is something that you know i struggle with which is mm. um the spelling of cabinet honey I, listen i it is not spelled how it sounds. No, every time I type it out phonetically, and it's it's always wrong. The it is always wrong. Yells at me every time because that I is precarious. It you is. know what I mean? Because what? How you say cap? Say cabinet. 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 Yeah. C a b n e t. Cabinet. Cabinet. But you got to throw an I in there. Yeah. Which I think is very disrespectful. Totally. Because you don't know where she goes. No. You don't know where she goes. Um. It's not like the word bomb. Bomba. Bomba. Like that clearly, like, yes, it's an errant B, but it comes at the end. Just add her on. Just add her on. Yeah. So um, b- before we get into it, I just want to like start off with saying there is an I in cabinet. Mm-hmm. It comes in between the B and the N, um, which is not indicative in any of my notes. No. and what? But why is it still telling me that this is spelled incorrectly? How do you actually Because spell? you put an additional I put an, N. I did. I put so a, you wrote C-A-B-I-N-E-N-T. <laughs> Cabinet-net. Cap, cabin- Cabinet. I, yeah, that's what I wrote. Cabinet. Cabinet-net. <laughs> so speaking of that, tell us about the... Let's talk about the history of the presidential cabinet. Cabinet. Um, so once again, we're going back to, as you know, my favorite time in history, where it's Virginia and it's 12 states. Um, and uh, the year is is 18... Um, and we're going to take a look at the U.S. Constitution for a second and, uh, and look at where in the Constitution this idea of a presidential cabinet comes from. Excellent. You know, so everybody pull out your your pocket constitutions. It literally just says the president can appoint heads of departments pending s- Senate approval. Amazing. That's it. How lovely and vague that's for the president. That's literally all the constitution says. Yeah, that's literally the only thing that is that is said in the constitution about the presidential cabinet that's is that he so can little. like he can grab some friends. Right. He does not have to. Although like now it's like pretty in order it would for be our, like, like government to function we at all you know yeah um we have to have some friends around right um but literally it's just he can appoint heads of department pending senate approval that's it that's it and now it's become a body that is um an advisory body to the president hopefully advisory who actually knows oh, at this point? I don't know. Let's not. I don't put, know what Betsy let's DeVos not is give doing. labels like advisory, <laughs> you know, or like experts does not seem correct when thinking about the current cabinet. Uh, but yeah, it's very it's very curious to see how we have what we have today based on this one half a sentence that is rather small it is quite small well because think about back in the day there was like six people right making this country right, right. james 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 Tom, and sam alex and alex <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a very small amount of people making this country so i think they were just like you know because you had george right you he was pretty sweet good george and he he had led us through a war right and 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 you know crossed a river at one point, so he kind of like knew, <laughs> he knew how to do things. He knew what he was doing. Right, so they right. were like, yeah, George. Like, if you want to call someone, and by call I mean write him a letter for it to take three Par- years. Carrier pigeon. Carrier pigeon. Right. To someone named James and ask him, hey, what do you think I should do about Great Britain? Right. You know? They could write back. I could write back exactly. Pending the Senate approval, which at this point, the Senate was like, how many people? One? Two? Two. Uh, 26, maybe, at the beginning? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> well, because, I mean... Just if, one dude. 
If aye, you think aye. about it, if, if it was 12 states in Virginia, yeah. and they each had two. two yeah, 26. 26. But like they were all... None of them were there. None of them were there. They were, you know, living with the ice boxes back in their like cabins. Yeah. There on the frontier plains of Virginia or something. Yes. The Virginia known <laughs> for its for the place. great frontier. <laughs> but for for fun, I'll quickly say who George Washington's cabinet was. Please. So George Washington, as we all know, first president of the United States, lovely man. He had four advisory people for cabinet positions um and they and these four cabinet positions were the first original four cabinet positions and they were created for these men so first of all you have thomas jefferson tj as i affectionately call him uh he was our secretary of state first one ever next we have alexander hamilton heard of him that's a hamilton joke for all you broadway fans uh he was our first Secretary of Treasury. Then uh, then we had Henry Knox, who was the Secretary of War. And rounding out is Edmund Randolph, who I don't I don't know him personally, <laughs> but he was our first attorney general. So there's a there's a couple of interesting things that I want to point out about these first four four gentlemen. Number one being Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton literally hated each other. Why? I'll tell you. Please. Thomas Jefferson was an anti-federalist and Alexander Hamilton was a federalist. Yes. Do we remember this lesson? (laughs) So Alexander Hamilton was like, I want to create a very centralized government with, you guessed it, a bank. Why? I'm secretary of treasury. How can I have treasure without banks? And Thomas Jefferson was like, look, I'm secretary of state. I'm an anti-federalist. I don't want government anywhere near me. Okay. I I want the states to decide everything about me. And they fought literally all the time. Isn't that crazy? That's and then, crazy. and then, you know, I mean, Henry Knox and Edmund. Ren- I don't know. It's interesting to me that it's like Secretary of State, Secretary of Treasury, Secretary of War. All three of those make sense to me, right? But then, like an Attorney General, I think because they needed somebody who, because they clearly needed to establish courts, that they needed somebody who would be like a representative to the courts, oh. whatever they turned out to be. And so, it would make sense that they would have somebody who would like need to be. Like the federal appointee mm-hmm. in like a it's court just weird situation. Like th- at this point, we have like eight laws total, uh-huh. you know, and like to have somebody who's like, I don't know, over like, I guess the attorney general isn't a lawyer, right? Or is it like a lawyer? Generally, yeah. <laughs> attorney generally? <laughs> Did you mean to do that? <laughs> All right, you are crushing it today. So. Attorney generally uh, is meant to like be a lawyer for the (laughs) United States, right? I'm I'm just like, what were you? What were you lawyering? (laughs) What were you lawyering? Those eight laws. Those like the eight laws. The eight laws that we have. Yeah. So those. I mean, yeah, those four boys. That's what we started with. Started with, and then James Madison. Oh, right. Sweet James. Sweet James. I mean, he, what I love, because James Madison, why she brought up James Madison is because he coined the term presidential cabinet. And I don't know why or how. Right. But I just, like, I imagine James Madison walked into a meeting with these four gentlemen and, like, George, you know, and was like, these look like my cabinets. (laughs) These look like my (laughs) mahogany doors at home. Oh. Oh. George. These are your cabinets. <laughs> like, I know that's not what happened. Um, but you know there was like... But probably, it's also not not what happened. It's not not what happened. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them to be like in a meeting with, mm. you know, buckets of ale, talking about buckets laws. <laughs> talking about the eight laws that they have. That they have and the jobs that they had. And they're like, we need a name. Guys, we have to come we up have with to a have really a name. good name. Yeah. All, all good like groups of bands men. have a good name. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, you know, George and the Georgettes is taken. So yeah. So what we are we going to be guys? <laughs> presidential group, presidential, presidential advisors, pres- presidential committee, presidential, you know, menagerie, <laughs> <laughs> menagerie, which honestly is better. I would love a presidential menagerie. That is what it feels like we have When now. I'm president, that's what I'm calling it. Okay, great. Everybody, take note of that. Note. Make your be, t-shirts now. Make them now. The presidential menagerie. Um, but yeah, the fact that it was just like, they were like, oh, I know. Right. We're a cabinet. 
Cool. So then they added some other positions over the years because... Four you know, was not enough. Four was not enough. We, we were, were growing. We were growing. We were at war. <laughs> all the time. That's all we did. Literally, nothing, that part hasn't changed. We're always at war. Um, so they added the Department of the Navy, which then later became the Department of Defense. Defense. <laughs> the Department, Department of Defense. <laughs> Look, but honestly, what you're doing is you're actually coming up with better ideas. Because what we needed was a Department <laughs> of Defense. <laughs> We needed that, and you know, and nobody's done it. And no. you're, so your bravery today has really... I'm staking a claim. Department okay, of Defense. All right. Department of Defense is going to be the first cabinet position that in gets- the uh, presidential <laughs> menagerie <laughs> that uh, Arden creates. Excellent. We've um, announced. We've announced live. All right. Not so live. we have Department of the Navy or the Fence. Or the Fence. That was in 1798. Department of Interior was added in 1849. Department of Agriculture. She came on board in 1889. And then we added some more, uh, like Department of Veteran Affairs in 1989, which quite frankly seems like very late in very the game. Very late in the Considering game. Considering we created the Department of Navy slash the Vents in 1798, which right. means we had like military N- personnel right. from right. the very beginning. That's 200 years. Before people were like, you know, I think we should like try to help these guys out. Right. The last one that was added was Department of Homeland Security in 2001. Great. Because of 9-11. Yep. And that's like a little brief history of like the positions and how we got to some of them. Yeah. Can I do a little fun fact real quick? about? do. So the vice president is a cabinet position now, but it was not always a cabinet position. Why? I'll tell you. John Adams, our first VP. Oh, my God. Somebody who... Not a happy man, you know, um, created one of America's most grumpy men, uh, John Quincy Adams, thought that the VP position was useless, was literally like, look, look at George. There's six of us here. Right. There's nine of us running the government. I don't need to be in these meetings. I <laughs> what, do you, what am I going to say that Edmund's not saying? Right. I don't need to be here. This position is I'm a figurehead. Right. I'm a figurehead. I'm going to go home to, I think, Virginia. Not 100% sure where John Adams is from. (laughs) But, like, I don't need to be here, you know? And so it wasn't, it literally wasn't until Harding and Eisenhower, so that duo, when the VP was brought into these meetings. So we went, like... Wow, that's a long time. A very long time. That's crazy. Where, like, the VP was, like, not a part of, quote-unquote, like... Any decision advisement meetings. They was just like, you know, he is just there in case somebody dies. You know, but I don't need to be in the room. You know, you 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 it's like like a like a parent when you go to the doctor's office and you're like you're you're like a teen at this point and they're like, I'll just sit outside. Right. I don't need to know. I don't need to know what's going on. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's what was the VP for like a hundred (laughs) years. <laughs> Until Eisenhower was like, no, I think I think we're big enough now. I, I think, think we, we uh, need like we've a... been through some world wars. Yeah. I'd love your input. Yeah. Would love your input. Would love for you to have some knowledge so yeah. that I could not just be doing this on my own. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the postmaster general used to be a cabinet used position. Used to be a cabinet position. So let's go through what each cabinet member or cabinet position does. And uh it. and then we'll talk about who's doing it now or <laughs> not <quote>. doing it. <laughs> It's going to be fun, you guys. Buckle up. Buckle up. Position VP. Great. As you know, it's uh, Mike Pence, who is sometimes uh, me. Mm-hmm. I am I am Mike Pence. Uh, he. We all know him. He, he exists. He exists. Is he... what I will say about Mike Pence. He is still the VP. He is a conservative man with white hair. White, white hair. White skin. Very white. gay not he reminds me a lot of john quincy adams yeah and just sort of like my vibe of like were you hugged as a child i think the answer is no because children were probably not supposed to be hugged in that household that's true do you feel like that i feel like that is an accurate description that's very true yeah Yeah. so that's mike pence Secretary of State. Oh, oh my goodness. Used to be Rex Tillerson. By Rex. By Rex. I mean, when he left, though, I was like, because he um, said, didn't he call the president? 
dumb or stupid. Oh yeah, he was. Rex dumb. was not was, about Trump. No, and I love that. I was like, actually, maybe you get to stay. Yeah, like I kind of. Well, because okay, no? you know, I did not agree with his confirmation, but no. like he got it, and he was. But he, I, I do think he was like trying to do the job. Yeah, I'm, I don't agree with a lot of his choices that he did, but he was right. like trying to do the job. Right, and Trump was like. Okay, but like, don't do the job, right? And, and Rex like, is like, "Shut, shut up. up! Like, <laughs> you're I, so annoying. <laughs> just let me be." Honestly, this is exactly how Rex talks. Yeah. Uh, we uh, he called me, uh, and that's how we talked. Um, Secretary of State is currently Mike Pompeo, and just well, so we're gonna give you, we're gonna tell you what these people do. Um, so the Secretary of State, in case you couldn't tell by the name, supervises the State Department. <laughs> which works with foreign countries and decides on travel to countries and protects U.S. citizens abroad. So it's like the department and the cabinet figure that protects, that has like the U.S. interests at heart and things that are related to foreign affairs. I feel, I feel seen. Great. I feel seen by Mike. <laughs> it's also disorienting because the first one is Mike, like vice president is Mike, and now secretary of state is Mike, and I just feel like no more mics. No more mics. Mics are done. We've met our quota. Do you want to do secretary of treasury? Sure. So Great. secretary of treasury, what does that do? Well, you can imagine. He or she uh, supervises the treasury department, um, which has charge of the money responsibilities of the government, the secret service, and the collection of taxes. So what does that mean? It means that they take they money, money. They do money. They do money for the government. The current secretary of treasury is a pimple of a human named <laughs> Stephen Mnuchin. Is that you say? Munchin? I always say Mnuchin, but I, I think that's because I, I literally... And then, because I feel like that's how the press taught us to say it in the very beginning yeah. when he came into our lives. Yeah. And now... I feel like sometimes I hear people say Munchin or something. There's some other iterations of his name. I say Mnuchin. Mnuchin. I don't know what I say. We all know who I'm talking <laughs> about. So he he has been the Secretary of Treasury from the beginning. There has been no replacements with him. No. I also um, just want to flag oh, for flags our listeners. Up. Flags up. That the Secret Service falls under the Treasury. Oh, yeah. That is what? Which is random. Why do you think that is? Like the Secret Service is in place to literally, they're the bodyguards of of the United States. Of the United, like elected officials. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I I have no idea. I have Great. no answer to that. Excellent. It's We can look something dumb. up and put it yeah, in the Yeah, why show wouldn't notes. they be under like, but like the Secretary of Defense? I don't know. Like Department I mean, of Homeland Security. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Okay. So Secret Service, if you're listening, because I know you are, uh, call me and tell me why you fall under the um, Secretary of Treasury. Yep. Next, <laughs> Secretary of Defense. Secretary of Defense. It has an acting person right now. Um, Let's define what that means. Acting. An acting person. Person. It means that they haven't, like, they've been chosen by the president, but they haven't been confirmed by mm -hmm. the Senate. Mm -hmm. My question is, because, like, these, a couple of these people have, like, been, because there's three acting officials right now. Right. Like, is there a time limit for when these confirmation hearings have to happen? Because I just feel like they're, like, being the person right now you know right so like, it's like is like i feel like, like you can only doing it. you're like doing it but like we haven't said yes like is right. what if one of these three that we talk about what if the senate says no and they've just been doing the job, job. like like our dude coming up matthew whitaker like has been doing the job for for a while but there's like a lot of question uh, questions around could not be more questions right about his loyalty and where his loyalty lies and if he thinks that like the president has the right to be um, has like some kind of executive privilege, right? And you know, if he could be um, like immune, like from immune from prosecution. Yes. Exactly. Thank you for finishing my sentence. Anytime. Yes. I just. Yeah. I would. I know. I. Th I'm a hundred. I'm ninety percent sure that the answer is there is no like. I don't think time there is limit. a time limit. Yeah. But I just want to point out that there is no time limit yeah. on when these confirmation hearings has to have have to happen, which means that people that. The Senate has not confirmed, a.k.a. we the people have not confirmed because right. the Senate acts on our behalf, 
are literally making big decisions for us. Right. The Secretary of That's, Defense right. is somebody we have not said yes to. But the former Secretary of Defense, uh, James Mattis... A little, there's some controversy around him. I mean, he yeah. went out with like middle fingers in the air. Yes, he was he like, did. do not do these things. Right. This is bad. Stop. No, stop. Please. That was the Saudi Arabia letter, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like very opposing a lot of things that um, the Trump administration was doing. Yeah. And then like was like, I have to go. I have to go. I can't be a part of this. I cannot be a part of this. Yep. Another fun fact about James Mattis, he was the... Um, highest confer- like a uh, confirmed person in the senate it was something like 98 to 2 like he was oh right yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. he's a former general he's a former general and the the dissenting votes around him were uh centered around like having a having a member of the military or a former member of the military in a civilian position like mm-hmm. apparently that's some kind of faux pas mm. which i understand but in I some just, respects, because it feels like military takeover of like a legal position. Right. But I also, I can see the argument for a former military person taking over a position like Secretary of Defense. Right. Because I just feel like there might be some, you know, knowledge picked up on the way. About Practical experience learned on the job. Run yep. def- defense. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The current acting person is Patrick M. Shanahan. 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 A lot of ends there. That name is fun to say. It is fun to say. Unlike Mnuchin. Mnuchin. I, it's like it's like vomiting in your mouth. Next up is, is the Attorney General. Yes, we've chatted about that a little bit. But we have. Go ahead and describe it for we've us. We've had like three since Trump. <laughs> assu- I almost said took over. Um, assumed office. Sally Yates, who, I mean. Sally. I love Sally. Sally, just, if you want to be on this show, you just call me. Honey, and you boo. We will take you welcome. anytime. Oh, my goodness. I love, love you. I love her. Shout out to Sally. Yeah. She, after her, it was Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Sessions. Oh. I can't even say his name. Jeff. Um, We all know Jeff Sessions. We all know him. He's we know him. Uh, what's there to say about Jeff Sessions? Morning. He was. He's got. The attorney general for some time, um, and now he's not. Why? Because he recused himself from the um, investigation, the Mueller investigation, and Trump basically bullied him the entire time about doing that. And now we have... Now we have an acting uh, attorney general, Matthew Whitaker, who we've talked about is questionable at best. Who's questionable? Yes, 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 yes. Um, the attorney general, just so we have an idea of like what they're supposed to be doing. Um, it is the president's main legal advisor in matters pertaining to the country. So helpful. I literally, uh, like, what do you mean? (laughs) His main legal advisor. Absolutely (laughs) not. That's what's interesting. Is that like the, I feel like the attorney general should be working for the people, not right. the president. Right. You know it's, what I mean? It's weird that it's it's his legal advice. Like, we're paying somebody to be his legal advisor. Yeah. This position should be, like, the president's legal advisor for things that, like, have to do with, like, other government. Countries. Other countries are, like, how like, government, like... um like the laws that we have on our on the books and how we want to enforce them. Yeah. Um at a federal level, like that's what this job is supposed to be. But right now it's just like don't do this, that's illegal. Right. Like <laughs> it's, you know, they are they see that the according to the notes that we have from the Truman Library. Hi. Shout out to Truman. This person says, oversees that the laws are enforced and that people receive justice. Um Okay. Wait, yeah. wait. The Attorney General makes sure that people receive justice. I don't that seems so not like a job description (laughs) it also seems like Like what's not happening and they appoint special investigation teams and they've run the justice apart justice department not not to be confused with the supreme court not to be confused with two different things two different things the supreme court acts independently from all of this all of the branches they are told they are a branch in and of themselves and the justice department is a department within the federal government I love it. Right. Could not be more clear. Right. There's nothing I would edit about how this functions. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just kidding. Once again, this seems like a first draft go at a government. Right. Um, really could have cleaned some of this up, gentlemen. A little bit. A little bit. Okay, great. Let's let's pound through these next 
for, because I feel like they're all like living in the same world. So tell me what the Secretary of Interior is. The Secretary of Interior, they are the person that leads the Department of the Interior, which protects and improves the natural resources of the nation's national parks and forests. This is actually pretty specific. This is very specific. It's also not happening. It's also not happening because we've (laughs) lost like how many hundreds of Joshua trees that like were well, cut down during trees. the government shutdown. And also we keep like giving away protected land. Right. We keep giving away protected land and running like huge like transportation pipelines through protected land and through natural resources and flooding them with oil because we haven't done proper oversight and blah, blah, blah. Like, I love this it. This job I think needs to be taken a little bit more seriously is what I'm saying about that. Right. And right now the person is also an acting official uh, david bernhardt um and it used to be ryan zinky zinky yeah yeah sweet ryan he is now gone he's gone secretary of agriculture love this hope Mm. it's straightforward is it i'm gonna guess farms i that's what i guess right yeah focuses on the safety and regulation of food production and works with the farmers throughout the country shout out to farmers farmers and that current person is sunny purdue Hell yeah. Next up is uh, a fan favorite of mine. It's the uh, Secretary of Commerce. This is a this is a confusing one to me, but the this secretary leads the Department of Commerce, which assists the businesses of the nation, sets trade policies and enforces rules for moving materials across the country and around the world. Okay, great. But my question is, for the current <laughs> The current acting person is, uh, or the current person that's not acting, is Wilbur Ross, who's also the census dude. Right. How is the census falling on the Department of Commerce, based on what I just said? My guess would be that if you're doing the business of the nation, it's about knowing, like, if you're going to do the the business. Yes, exactly. Mm. Like, if you're going to do it properly, you have to know who, like, where where people are so that you're not, like you know, setting up a bunch of like train depots in Wyoming where like that might not be necessary. Like yeah. you're going to put things in like more populated areas. Yeah. Um, it also helps like with if you're talking about like interstate, like transportation of goods and services, like you need to know where those goods and services should go. Totally. I hear that. But again, like total stab in the dark. About total stab that. in the dark. No, I... but that's a great stab in the dark. But it's just, it's interesting to me, for those of you who don't know. So there's a lot of controversy surrounding the census right now because Wilbur Ross added a question about citizenship to the census. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also the same guy who is like, I don't understand why federal workers are going to food banks. Yes, he did say that. Um, during the government hard. shutdown. So yep. it, Wilbur Ross is a billionaire, which is not that's surprising. That's just, yeah, but in case you couldn't guess. In case you couldn't guess, by name like Wilbur. All right. Shout out to my Wilbers in the um, area. Okay. Yeah. Where were we? We are Who at, was that? Secretary, okay, we're at of- Secretary of Labor. Yeah. Right. Um, Secretary of Labor is Alex Acosta, has been for the entire Trump uh Time. administration. Yep. Like nobody really talks about that guy. I could not even pick him out in a lineup. No. I have no idea what he looks like. He is pulling like a Mike Pence and flying under the radar. Under the radar, but I feel like that's probably good for him in the long run. Like he yeah. might work after this. Yeah. Um, they uh, the De- Secretary of Labor assists and protects the working people of the nation. That is laughable. Excellent <laughs> work all around. Do you all feel protected? I feel so protected. I feel secure. I feel like I'm not drowning in right. debt. Right. Great. So, Alex, you're doing an A plus job. I have no notes. All right. <laughs> Who's next? Do next is Secretary of Health and Human Services. And what that does is they lead the Department of Health and Human Services, which handles welfare, Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security payments and issues. And that person was sweet little baby Tom Price. Yeah. Isn't he the one that like bought a bunch of stuff and decorated yeah. his office with like yeah, he was, like, lots of money? Buying th- he like was buying yeah. like end tables yeah. and things like that. And I'm like, Tom... He was also, wasn't he taking like run the welfare private planes? I'm like, you (laughs) stop it. Yeah. But now it's Alex Azar. Yeah. Um, And yeah, Tom Price, what was that? A couple months ago. That was a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Mm. Uh, This is our (laughs) beloved Ben Carson. Ben Carson. When you can stay awake. 
there was a really great Onion article that came out after he uh, dropped out of the presidential race. That's right. Ben Carson did run for president, too. We remember that. Right. Um, and the title was Ben Carson drops out of presidential race floats away from Earth. <laughs> Shout out to the onion that I saw that and I I can I can never get over that title. I about cat and there's just a picture of Ben Carson floating away from the earth and it's like yeah he's like I feel like right. all his wife is doing is just being like Ben come back here you know like <laughs> trying to keep him from floating away. Did oh, we say God. what he does? What is no, the housing? We, we, and ur- we haven't said anything. Other than float, Other what is the float? Secretary <laughs> of Housing and Urban Development do? They're supposed to um, administer the department, and uh, which the department specializes in issues related to building lower, to building homes for lower income Americans, and planning for better communities. All right. Next <laughs> up, Secretary of Transportation. Hey, a woman. It is a woman, you guys. Everybody shout out. And this woman, it's uh, Elaine Chow, right? Yep. Yes, Elaine Chow. So she was also one of the few people in Trump's cabinet who was uh, confirmed like, overwhelmingly. Overwhelmingly, because she's super qualified. She's very qualified. She's also, this has nothing to do, she's extremely qualified for her job, but it, she's married to Mitch McConnell, right? She is indeed, yeah. yes. Yeah. So the Secretary of Transportation, they administer... The Department of Transportation, which enforces the laws and safety regulations pertaining to railroads, buses, ships, and airplanes. Ships. <laughs> just like, I'm sorry. I know we have ships. <laughs> like, I know that we own ships. It's just really interesting to see, like, like railroads, which are kind of, like, they're on the out and out, you know? They shouldn't be, though. Oh, I, I know. I wish we had, like, a European totally. transportation system. I would go totally. to Iowa. 100%. We would all go to Iowa. We would all go to Iowa. Everybody wants to go there, but there's just not a railroad. There's not a railroad to there. And then buses, which, like, okay, I see buses. I see buses every yeah. day. And then <laughs> ships, okay? I see buses. I don't see ships every day. And then airplanes. Airplanes make a lot of sense. What about car? You know, like, right. like cars right i feel like they fall under this right sure they have they wheels do. they must fall under this it's they just take very people places me that in the definition <laughs> the only four things that are listed are railroads buses ships and, and airplanes. airplanes it's like <laughs> sure yeah that's right and, <laughs> and all of the other things oh my god i feel like um do you like rick perry no great <laughs> Secretary of Energy is Rick Perry. It's let me tell you. Okay, so I grew up in Texas, as everybody knows, because I always say that. And Rick Perry was governor of Texas for like, I mean, it felt like my entire life, but it was probably at least twelve years, give or take. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. It was like more than two terms for sure. Um, and then he came out and like tried to run for president and, and failed. <sighs> I I'm not a fan. Um, I do and, like his glasses, though. That is true. That he did find the right frame for yeah, his face, and that we will acknowledge. Increased you know. his IQ like at least fifty points. Right. But uh, the definition of the Secretary of Energy, what they're supposed to do, tell, is lead the Department of Energy, which Amazing. works on problems about energy and fuels such as coal, oil, gas, and atomic energy. This department also promotes research on solar energy and other alternative sources of power. Rick. Rick, call me and let's talk about solar energy. Yeah, this 100% is not happening. Rick Perry is from Texas. We're oil country like yeah. through and through. Like the first part of this thing, 100% happening. Yeah. But this idea that we're promoting what's supposed to be happening is like finding alternative sources of fuel. Why? Right. Because fossil fuels are going to run out. We're going to destroy uh, right. the earth. Global warming is real. Right. Um, that is 100% not happening. And 100% why somebody like Rick Perry should not be in charge <laughs> of this. Right. But he did find the right frame for his face. For his face. Um, somebody else who also found the right frame for their face, Betsy. Oh, I, how do we say her name? DeVos? DeVos? I say DeVos. DeVos? But I don't know if that's correct. I don't know if it's correct either. Betsy. Betsy. There's only one Betsy. There's only one Betsy. So we can just call her, you know, as we know her, which is Betsy. She is the Secretary of Education, (laughs) the other woman in the cabinet. Is there another one? Yes. But we'll get to her. There's three. Um, There's three. So she's the second of the three ladies. Um, So the Department of Education um, works with schools throughout the country to provide money and grants for educational programs and services, which is great. The problem with Betsy is that she comes from like private education. Yeah, she promotes only private she education. She promotes private education. Yeah. If anybody 
doesn't know too much about Betsy, let me just say, um, you know, we've seen a lot of people on this list who are, you could say, not qualified for what they're doing. But Betsy is on a whole other, other level. level. She comes from incredible, like unbelievable amounts of wealth, um, which is, you know, that's no judgment against people who have that type of wealth. But it is it should be noted that her family contributes to the Republican Party in donations in a way that we cannot even possibly imagine that amount of money. And also throughout her entire time as Secretary of Education, she has consistently tried to roll back protections on trans students, on, you know, um, like uh, harassment in schools. She's tried to roll back, like... She wanted to roll back, like, the... um the student debt forgiveness thing yeah. the, for higher education. If you if you work for the government or any government, city, state, or or federal, or if you work for a nonprofit for ten years, the then you have federal student loans. The federal government is like there's a forgiveness program. Yeah, if you do ten years of that, your student loans are forgiven. She wanted to get rid of that. Yeah. So it's like, like she, she is just she has contributed nothing to the education department that has promoted any sort of like protections, positivity for anybody that does not look like Betsy Devos. And I cannot hide my disdain for somebody who consistently tries to undermine the work that has been done to protect young students. Yeah. Um, yeah, she and tried to, to roll give them back a good like, education. Yeah, and she tried to roll back things about like students who like uh, report sexual assault yeah. and like you know and promotes things that protect the perpetrators of sexual assault and not yeah. the victims. And yeah. it's like, no, you are not okay. You are not a good person. Yeah. I do not like you. The other thing about her confirmation hearing, um, it had to be decided by you guessed it, Mike Pence for a tie breaking um, vote. Right. Um, so it, she was put. In office, 51 to 50. <laughs> she is not qualified. We'll give you one guess to be on how that split worked out. Yeah. Next up is Secretary of Veteran Affairs, and that is Robert Wilkie. They, so this um, individual runs the Department of Veteran Affairs, which provides services and advice. That's okay. interesting. To men and women who have served. In the armed forces, this department was recently established in 1989, like we talked about We did earlier. talk about that. Yeah, I wonder what the advice is that um, they give. The advice is keep calling so you can get a doctor's appointment for the thing that may have killed you or mm. will kill you mm. in yes. four weeks' time. Maybe we can see you yes. if you keep calling. That is our advice. Department of Veteran Affairs, yeah. notoriously, is not a very well-functioning piece of our government, which no. is very upsetting upsetting so the last cabinet position that we have is uh, the secretary of homeland security you've heard a lot about her uh recently she uh christian nielsen she is very much a proponent in the uh child separation uh, at the border and uh i mean i don't really know what else to say about her other than that that she's literally allowed children's to be children to be separated from their parents at the border. At the border. There are now... Which now they, they're saying like they won't. There's like no way There's to There's no like way for them to reconnect to like, them. There are more children records. that have been separated than we officially like know about. Right. And the White House basically just confirmed that by submitting like yep. their whatever report on it. Um, yep. And being like, yep, this is what happened. Yep, we took them from their parents yep. and we have no real way of connecting them back to their parents. Yep, and that falls on her. And that's, yep, that she's the head of that department. Quite literally falls on her. Not a fan of her. They also, um, when they created this position, transferred in uh, other cabinet departments. Um, so like the Coast Guard falls under there. Oh, yeah. Um, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, all of that stuff falls under them. Um, Which is why the separation, the children's separation right. thing is happening because they deal with the border right that was so that's the that's the cabinet proper yeah um and then there are some cabinet level positions um that are cabinet level positions yeah it just basically means that like Like, they get to be in these like advising meetings but they don't they are not in the line line of of succession succession. yes that is the distinction we'll talk about really quickly um I think let's just bop through these really quickly. I'll just list off what the cabinet level officials, like what the positions are. So we have the chief of staff. And right now that person is acting. You guessed it. Um, It's Mick Mulvaney. It was John F. Kelly. And it also was 
Reince Priebus. Remember yeah. that guy? I remember, remember that Reince guy. Reince Priebus? Oh, Reince. Because I remember being like, what's Reince? The next one is... A trade representative, uh, which is Robert... Oh, my God. Leitzer. Leitzer. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Director of National Intelligence, Dan Coates. Mm-hmm. Ambassador to the United Nations, acting, mm-hmm. is Heather Noart. Was Nikki Haley. Former governor of South Carolina. Yep. Um, director of Office of Management and Budget, which is also Mick Mulvaney. He's doing two jobs. No. Which I feel like is not appropriate. Listen, I don't know. If Jared like, can't do it, I don't know how Mick is doing it. If I, Jared can't bring us peace in the Middle East and get everybody internet, how can Mick Mulvaney be these be doing these two things? Exactly right. It's so yeah, so Mick Mulvaney as the acting White House Chief of Staff, he is also still the Director of Office Management and Budget. I feel like one of those is falling short. One of them is falling short. They are two full-time jobs. Uh, director of the Central Intelligence Agency or the CIA is Gina Haspel. She had a little controversy around her because she is chill with torture. Um, and there was when she was being uh, confirmed, mm-hmm. there was a lot of pushback about that, specifically from uh, my uh, my boy John McCain. May he rest in peace. He was like, "Torture is bad. This woman literally should not be right. the head of the CIA." Just want us. Just want to say, as somebody who was tortured, somebody who was tortured right. was like, "This person should not be the head of the right. CIA." But you know, tomato potato, she's the head of the CIA. Administer of of the Environmental Protection Agency <laughs> was Scott Pruitt. Oh, Scott. Scotty boy. Scott, Scott, Scott. Bless his heart. Like, what? (laughs) Talk about a guy who just, like, needed parental supervision. You know? He just kept getting into some shit. And I'm like, Scott, calm down. Calm down. You're the head of the EPA. And now it is Andrew Wheeler. Who also does not believe in uh, climate change. Right. Administrator of Small Businesses Administration is Linda McMahon. Yeah. Great. And that rounds that out. Yeah. So let's talk about how, why all of this matters. Right. Because we didn't just like, we didn't just list all this stuff for no reason. The reason why this matters is because we, the United States, have something called the line of succession. What does that mean? That means that the president is a mortal being Uh and that he might die. Not that we're wishing for it. No, no. We don't wish, we do not wish death on anybody. But that is something that everybody has to prepare for. So the United States government has come up with the succession in which people will become president Mm -hmm. should the person in front of them die. Die. So would you like to give us the list? Oh, my God. First, VP, Vice President, currently Mike Pence. should Should something happen to Trump, he would be the next one to step in. After that, it's the Speaker of the House, Lady in Red, Nancy Pelosi. God bless her. Third is President Pro Tem of the Senate, which is Orrin Hatch, um, Republican. We should say Mike Pence, obviously a Republican. Nancy Pelosi, Avia Dem. The rest of these are all going to be Republicans because they were all appointed um, by Trump. Uh, so Orrin Hatch. And then four is Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Five is Secretary of the Treasury, Steve Manushan. Six is Secretary of Defense. Seven, Attorney General. Eight, Secretary of the Interior. And if you're wondering why I haven't given you names for those last three offices, it's because they're vacant. They're vacant. Why? Why? They are currently uh, being run by acting secretaries. And so they're not in the line of succession. You can't become president if we haven't confirmed you. You can do the job, but you cannot become president. So we literally have three empty spots in the line of succession right now. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Keep going. Um, nine is the Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Perdue, and rounding it out, ten is Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur Ross. Yes, Wilbur Ross could be president. Could be president. If something happened to all of these people above him. The line of succession goes longer than ten. It, like, encompasses all of the cabinet positions. We're just not going to list off past ten. Right. Um, because that feels stressful and, like, feels a lot like of Feels like a lot. Can we speak of catastrophe, then? Sure. Do you want to get into... The designated survivor. <gasps> yes. I feel like what a great. So we're going to round out on this incredible thing. And by incredible, I mean, I mean, like uh, people have to die for this to be like actually happen. Yeah. So uh, not incredible. 
But the designated survivor, and we're not talking about the TV show. It is actually a real thing. Um, so what this person is a member of the presidential cabinet and mm-hmm. now a congressperson right. um, who is at every major government event where like a state of the union um, where all of like the heads of state and all of these cabinet positions and the president and the vice president come together under one roof. The president and his like advisors choose a person to become the designated survivor in case like the capital is blown up or right. everybody dies, that there right. is somebody who is taken to a secure location to run the government right. should such event happen. Right. Which is crazy. It's nuts. It's I love that we like have this. So like somebody had forethought at one point. Um, I mean, it was it was created during the Cold War. So we were just kind of afraid of everybody totally. all the time. And yeah. we were like, no, no, no. This is somebody has to stay behind. Yeah. Um, uh, and now we and now we just like have continued this policy of like, we're going to keep yeah. the Secretary of Agriculture in a bunker. In a bunker. In a bunker. So, yeah. Which, happens. by the way, the last de- designated survivor was indeed Sonny Purdue. Was it Sonny Purdue? It was Sonny Purdue, nice. Secretary of Agriculture in the 2018 State of the Union. Um, and then in 2005, it used to just be like one cabinet member would like go into a bunker. But in 2005, they started adding a member of Congress to accompany them. Um, Which makes perfect sense. Makes 100% sense. I can't believe we waited until 2005 to be right. like, oh, we should get somebody who like knows, knows how, how to, to make, make a law. law. Or like knows how to start. Like if everybody yeah. is dead. Be like, I have an idea of where where to begin. Right. Because like so, somebody, somebody has just the like, keys I know what to the, the players want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he has the spare key to the Capitol. He's like, don't worry. I got you. I got you. Um, so uh, something that I, a fun fact, uh, Orrin Hatch, we talked about earlier, who's the president pro tem, has been it twice in the past two years, which I feel like I see you. Right. That's I sneaky. S- I see you. You can't just keep being the designated survivor. Right. I feel like you're hoping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Do you know something that we, Do you know something we don't know? You know? Maybe. And then there are the same qualifications to become president apply to the designated survivor. So you have to be at least 35 years old, natural born citizens, which we don't know, we what, still that don't means. know what that means. And residents for at least 14 years. The only person who cannot be a designated survivor in the presidential cabinet is Elaine Chow because she was born in Taiwan. So that is the presidential cabinet, guys. That's Thanks. the presidential cabinet? I'm like That's sweating. That's line of succession. I know. That is designated survivor. Right. What we're saying is that there's there are plans in place. Right. We just need the people to stay in office. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, these vacancies, who knows? It could just be Sonny Purdue on the list. About the rate we're going. <laughs> I would love to see the line of succession being like, number one, VP, Mike Pence. And then number two, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. And then like, vacant, 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 <laughs> vacant, vacant. Sonny Purdue. <laughs> ben Carson. Bacon. Ben Carson. Bacon. Oh, Bacon. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so that's, yeah, that's it. Thank you for joining us today, you guys. guys. We love you. We love you. Get uh, your we will see you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. I'm never going to live this down. No, you aren't. (laughs) Bye. Bye.